0: I'm Scott Abraham from ABC7 in Washington, D.C.
1: You know who it is, Travis Thomas Experience. This is Eric Edholm of Yahoo Sports. This is Mitch Tischler.
0: This is Al Galdi, and you're listening to The Big Douglas Show.
1: Today, we welcome Andy Burrows to the show, the host of the D.C. Tweet Team podcast. Andy, how are you, my man? I am very good, my friend. How are you over there? Good. Got the gear on. I love that stuff that you guys are doing there. That was, uh, you have a collabo with a local guy, right?
0: Yeah. So we've got a guy called Andy Turner, um, who kindly does all our merchandise, like a, a company over here in the UK. So yeah, if anyone wants anything, we do like t-shirts, uh, hoodies, baseball caps, face masks, 2020.
1: Uh-huh. Um, face mask. yeah.
0: So, um, How- yeah, a, r- a really cool guy.
1: How is the, um, pandemic doing over there in London now. I know you guys shut down recently again, didn't you?
0: Yeah, as you know, obviously, me and you speak quite a bit over social media and whatnot. Um, We've recently just locked down again. I've been off work now for, I think, the last month, something like that. So, yeah, we've got a vaccine now, but they're saying it's going to take a long time to roll out, so they announced another lockdown two, three weeks ago. Um, So, yeah, I've been locked down most of December. It looks like most of January. could be most of February. I think till they get the vaccine, I think we're like you guys over there, really, till this vaccine gets to everyone. It's not like you can walk down the the pharmacy and, you know, go and buy a tablet. You have to go and get an injection. And it's a waiting game, my friend. It's frustrating. But hopefully, uh, you know, while we're locked up now means we can hopefully be let out, shall we say, in the summer.
1: And what is the uh, what's the weather like over there right now in the UK? Doug, it
0: is it's, it's, I'm looking out my window now. It's You're like this. It's typical England. It's foggy, it's raining, and it's cold.
1: <laughs> and what, what is cold? Just for those that might not understand what cold is over
0: there. In, it's about negative two right now. It's about minus two right now. So it's not the coldest it gets. I mean, come the middle of January, February, it's going to be probably about minus seven, minus six. But I know that's nothing for you guys. I mean, I've been in the States. I've been FedEx uh for FedEx uh, for the Thanksgiving game and it was like minus 13 and I've never
1: been so cold in my life and there was people walking around in shorts and t-shirts <laughs> right uh-huh so uh I'm curious you and Hawk started the DC tweet team podcast what was what was the genesis of that how did you guys decide to do that podcast together so obviously we had the Redskins tweet team as it was known and then
0: and then we transitioned across to the DC tweet team uh, once the name change happened and we weren't sure which name we were going to choose so we went with the DC tweet team and uh, me and Maurice had just been speaking about it for a while and I just started listening to, uh, I, I listened to a lot of Washington football based podcasts. I started checking out Kyle over at the Burgundy Zone, a really good friend of mine and yours. Um, I was fortunate enough to go on his show and then me and Maurice got talking after us. He's like, "Hey, look, it's a way of because the DC, the old Redskins slash DC tweet team. We used to meet up a couple of times a season. We, you know, we used to come over to to the states, and when the Redskins then were over at Wembley, we all met up. And um, we thought the podcast was another way of bringing people together. You know, so it was a good way, especially in 2020, where we are doing things like this. We're on Zoom, and we can't meet up. Um, so yeah, the podcast. Maurice was like, "Look, hey, let's, let's do a podcast." I asked him if it was all right to use the dc tweet team name and he was like yeah sure let's let's go for it so we started in may last year and wow here i am you know what's the eight months later and it's, it's taking me places that i never thought it would i've met great people like yourself um people through the podcast community like the guys at the Burgundy zone and the htbr network and every podcast the big douglas show was born you know what i mean it's just like, i get to do things like this so that's how it all started. And we're just now rolling. And, you know, it's it's getting better and better. The audience is growing. I think there's a niche in the market over here for the UK. The Washington football team are so well supported over here. I can't I can't tell you how big they are over here in the UK. So yeah, I'm always I'm
1: always stunned by the um, by the following that the team has over there. It's really big. I don't think all the people stateside probably realize just how big of a, a draw that uh, the team is over there huge dog, I can't, I went to the game
0: at Wembley and obviously it's the first time i would seen Washington outside of Washington and I go to pretty much all the games at Wembley Stadium, I think I've missed two and all teams are very well represented but every time I went, Redskins as they were then, were so well represented so when they came over, the fans took over that stadium, it was like a home game for for the Washington fans and a lot of the people that come over from the States great friends of mine said this is what FedEx used to be like Every single week, you know, Wembley Stadium holds 80,000. I'm not saying that all 80,000 were Washington fans, but a good 70% were Washington fans. And it was that home. If you listen to interviews, if you go back on YouTube and listen to like the coaching staff and the players get interviewed from that day, they said it was like a home game. It's It was like a Super Bowl. The stadium was rocking. So, yeah, the football team was huge over here. How did you meet Big Hawk? Maurice, so I met him through the Redskins Tweet Team. It's just we were on Twitter um, many years ago now. God, I can't remember how years, many years ago now. Uh, I just started using the hashtag Redskins Tweet Team. Um, and then a, a lot of other people started using it, and that's how the Redskins Tweet Team started. Maurice wanted to form a community. And if, if you attended a game and you were there, and you just put, I'm at FedEx, hashtag Redskins Tweet Team, I'd see that on Twitter. And I'd be like, oh, hi, Doug. I'm here as well let's meet up and have a beer sort of thing and
1: right. that's
0: how it started and so when I went over to the States uh three or four years ago now I went to the first game at FedEx introduced myself to Maurice so I was like hi look, I've spoke to you on social media we've been friends ever since we well I spent the whole weekend with him uh and the Redskins tweeted. we traveled around DC we went to the you know we've done all the touristy things they showed me they they look they really looked after me gave me the guided tour of the city which um I was glad to do when they come over to London. So, yeah, me and Maurice have been tight ever since. He's a really, it, it, what this has given me, this podcast, has given me friends. I, you know, I, I consider yourself a friend. I look forward to meeting up with you in 2021 when I come over. So, yeah, me and, yes. me and Maurice are tight now. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of the good things to come out of 2020.
1: No doubt about that. What was the react? Does the reaction in England from the fans there about the name change, was it similar to what was here? Were they... Less invested because of the the moniker may not mean much in England as it does here. Does that make sense? I'm curious how it went over yeah. there. It,
0: I think we were the same as you guys. I think because they're so well supported throughout the 70s and 80s, a lot of the hardcore, diehard fans, I mean, you know, they were they were upset because it's all they'd ever known. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, they'd only ever known Redskins. A bit like yourself, Dom. You had only ever known the Washington Redskins. Sure. And I think that all same thing... Yeah, I think that's me myself as well. I started, I've started. i said many times, I started supporting in 1999, 2000. All I've ever known was Washington Redskins. All I've ever known is the fight song. All I've ever known is held to the Redskins, singing that at the top of my lungs at FedEx. And for that all to be gone, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, it was a shock. but I see both sides of it, why it was taken away, what happened. And I think I tweeted out yesterday, I'm quite happy with the Washington football team. I've, I've got used to it. It's, it's, it's growing on me.
1: I have said for a long time, and I fully believe this, I, I I can't imagine that it's not Washington football team going forward. Or football club, maybe one of the, one of the two. I know people are really excited about the idea of the Red Wolves and a mascot, but I think if all 32 teams started over tomorrow, you'd see something much similar to European soccer uh, football, where it's basically the, the club of the city, and maybe some ancillary mascot that kind of goes along mm. with it. Although most of those clubs over there have shields rather than mascots, is that right? Yeah, we
0: haven't really got. We've got mascots, but that's more for kids, you know, when the kids go to the games. Right. So um, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of used to football club football team. Um, so yeah, a lot of it is like our. But if you look, look, if you go to like Google, if you type in Tottenham hotspots, which is my soccer team, we have our badge, which is the cockerel, and then you look at Manchester United, which is like circle, like a shield, I suppose you to call it, and archway, well, the gun is or a picture of a gun, so, yeah, it's all different, it's all relative things to that team, so, um, when we were called the Washington, and from what I hear, we're going to be called the Washington football team next season, um, I'm with you, though, I, I think they'll keep it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely football team for next year, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's interesting, because it, it they say, oh, it can't be the football team, I ended up calling us the football team even when we were the Redskins. It's just they are the football team. I I refer to the football team all the time. So uh, I I understand people are going to complain, but I don't Mm. think this is probably where we need to complain. Andy, when the football season is over, what will you be doing to fill your time? You got TV shows that you like to watch?
0: Yeah, I'm big into my TV, Doug. Um, obviously, I still the podcast will still keep rolling, but yeah, I'm, I'm big into my. I'm a big Marvel fan and DC fan. Um, I often geek out with a lot of the Washington fans. I'm uh, Marcus as well. Steve Marcus Stevenson uh, works for the team. Me, him, and Maurice always geek out over the Mandalorian, which is just finished. Um, so yeah, I'm always on Netflix, always watching box sets, and um, especially now, when I'm at home every day, all day, every day. Um, I think uh, I don't think there will be many shows left. On Netflix for me to watch. What do you do for your nine to five if I may ask? So I work for a local brewery um, hence why I'm not at work. We deliver um, alcohol, spirits, wine, soft drinks to all over the, the south of the UK. So I'm about 40 minutes outside of London but we go into London most days to deliver. So I'm in like I'm in a truck every day delivering to 10, 12 deliveries a day maybe sometimes more sometimes less. Uh, but the pandemic's really hit us hard. And obviously, we're not out delivering to pubs, clubs, restaurants. And um, so my industry is, you know, it's, it's a big, big industry. You know, you think how big London is. And delivering to that every day, it's taken a it's taken a huge hit. But yeah, my nine to five is. um Yeah, I'm out delivering. I'm I'm providing the alcohol. So they're drinking it for once. Um, I, uh, people love seeing me come through the door because they know I'm there. I, with a
1: bit of stuff. I bet they do. I bet they do. Uh, I just finished up the uh, British baking show. Are you into that? The Great British Bake Off? I'm not.
0: But I know it is so big over here. It so is. many. And I know it's huge over there. You're about the fifth person that said to me, Andy, I love the Great British Bake Off. Yeah. And I'm like, even I don't watch the Great British Bake Off. And these Americans are telling me about it. I'm like, you need to tell me because I don't watch it. I'm not I'm not a massive into my cooking. But I understand the show is humongous in the States.
1: It's highly entertaining.
0: I can't. Just because you said that after this, I'm going to maybe go and watch an episode.
1: There you go. Uh, Won't be disappointed, I promise. Besides, the the desserts are incredible looking. (laughs) All right. We have a football game on Sunday, Andy. It has been a wild ride, to say the least, this season. Let's take the Dwayne Haskins releasing out of it. What has been the biggest surprise for you this season? Improve
0: the improvements come quicker than I thought it would. To be honest, if you look back this time last year, David, me and you had sat down and done this podcast. We won three games. Bruce Allen had just been fired. I think that was the anniversary. Shall we say it was yesterday? Yeah. Um, the team name was no one knew what was going on. We Jay Gruden had just been fired. Uh, Ron Rivera was scouted to be coming in. And if you fast forward now 12 months for so all the bad things that 2020 has given us, it's given us a, a, a good football team. It's given us something to, to look forward to. You know what I mean? You look at the, the infrastructure now in our football team. It's You know, they use that word culture. and It's kind of becoming cliche, but it really is changing in DC. And, it, it, you know, it, it's noticeable as well with Ron Rivera, Jason Wright, Judy Donaldson everyone else so I think they've given us fresh hope you know it's been doom and gloom for many many years supporting the Washington football team you know you know more than anyone you know what I mean we haven't had much to so going into this Sunday win lose or whatever happens I think we have improved um and I think the future is very very bright under Ron Rivera I just hope we I hope outside influences don't um, screw it up shall we say I hope they let the man do his job
1: Well, I think we can know, if nothing else, the releasing of Dwayne Haskins firmly puts Ron Rivera in the driver's seat with full control. I don't think any of his predecessors would have had this opportunity or ability. So if nothing else, we know that the man has all the power that he uh, expected to have when he Mm. took the job.
0: I think It it surprised a lot of us. We all thought, you know, the Dan Schneider, the owner that you've known, that I've known since, he took over the year I started supporting. 2000, I think, he started the team. So he's always been known for interfering. And I think now, finally, the penny has dropped with him. He has to take a back seat. He has to let, if this uh, franchise, his organization, wants to get better, he has to take a back seat. Yeah, always have a say, it's your team. You own the team. If I own something, I'm always going to have an opinion. You ask me an opinion on the DC tweet team podcast. So I'm going to have an opinion. Maurice runs the DC tweet team, but I will have an opinion not comparing the scale of things. So I think we're now at the stage where we're finally realizing, Hey, look, let's let him football. Let me business, you know, let's separate them. And Jason writes that middleman between both. He's, he played football and he's a businessman. So there's that go between, which I don't think we've had in the past. I think, you know, you look at people like Bruce Allen and, you know, he's been pally pally with Dan Snyder. I think Jason Wright knows where the line is. He'll never cross it, but he can he can bounce between football and business, which I think is what that what the organization has needed for a long time. And I'm really glad we've got it.
1: Are you still wearing the old gear or where do you stand on that? Have you retired the old Indian head logo stuff? Are you I've slowly still- trying to phase it out? How does that work
0: for you? I've, I've got a lot of redskins, jerseys, baseball caps, hats, gloves, scarves. You know, I've got a lot of, got uh, I look over somewhere. summer, I've got my Robert Griffin model sitting over there. Um, so I've got a lot of merchandise. I'll always wear it with, uh, with pride. I have bought the odd Washington football team. I've got the Salute Service gear. I think it's okay. They're slowly rolling out decent gear as the, as the name progresses and you know the team gets bigger and bigger. As the Washington football team, I think they'll bring more stuff out. Um, but yeah, I still, I still, I still wear my gear with pride. I have a literally, you can't see where I'm sitting now. There's a house dead opposite me, one of the biggest Philadelphia Eagles fans I've ever met. He's huge. So me and him, I have my flag out. He has his out, uh, Redskins and Eagles, and we've had a bit of um, camaraderie leading up to this Sunday. He thinks they're going to stop us
1: winning the East, and you know, it's a, it's all good fun. And how do you guys watch? You, I know you can watch the games in live time over there, right? How are you watching those? Is that Sky Network?
0: Yeah, so we have Sky TV. We have the NFL uh, network on there. Um, I have um, lucky enough to have an Amazon Fire Stick, so let's just say I can get games on there. Um, so I watch uh, everything on there. NBC Washington. Every, I haven't missed a game this season. I, I, I have like uh, the only thing obviously we don't get anymore is the Team 98 app, which yeah, you know. I've been quite vocal about on um, social Perhaps. media. They reached out to me and said, unfortunately at the minute, they can't have that in the, in the UK. So it's the only thing we're missing out on. But yeah, I watch, we watch every game. Obviously, if you have the NFL League pass, which you can pay a monthly subscription for. But um, we get pretty much the same content you guys do now, Doug, really. We're, um, yeah, we out of the dark. And that's ages
1: that's in- a radio.com issue that you're not getting 980 since uh, yeah, 106 have so- bought them. You've tried the radio.com app, it doesn't work either. Radio
0: radio.com doesn't work in the EU. It just comes up. This website is not available in the EU. So I reached out to the team and they come back to me and said, Look, at the minute, the company that own the new owners of 980 and the fans said that they're not they're not looking to come to Europe. Um, I won't say who he is, but I spoke to someone within 980. He reached out to me and said, Look, fans from Canada have contacted him, fans from the UK have contacted him saying, Look, we wanna we wanna listen. We you know, sure. the, the organization, the NFL in general, not just Washington, the, the NFL in general is bigger than the United States of America. Same with our soccer, it's bigger than England. It goes worldwide. And why shouldn't the fans, why shouldn't the fans over here get to listen? And he said, and this gentleman said to me, it's 2020, the internet, it should be easy. Well, you know, you, me and you were
1: doing this, you know. I, it, I, it was should, stud, I was stunned when you said that the other day. Yeah, it's, it should be, be easy.
0: Uh, hopefully, but I, you know, I get a lot of, I get podcast, I get the Kevin Sheehan podcast every day. Uh, Al Gordy, I get to listen to his show. I, I, the fan is on um, NBC Washington, so I often put that on and watch that uh, when it's on. It's in the okay. So yeah, we, I, um, I'm, 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 my content's pretty good. Uh,
1: how do you feel if they end up rolling Taylor Heineke out on uh, Sunday night?
0: I can only, I'll be honest with you, Doug, I don't know much about this, this gentleman. Um, I'm recording my podcast today and I've got a gentleman called Robbie Duncan coming on who is a former teammate of um, Heineke. so I'm going to be interested to speak to him and find out some information. Um, you know, the, the college game isn't as big over here, so I've never seen much of him. From what I saw in the, what, the eight minutes that we saw him, he was better than Dwayne Askins. Um, for a guy that, you know, had his head in the um, school books three weeks ago to have his head now in a playbook he done okay I mean I think he'll give us a chance I, I don't know too much about him done probably to be honest with you my friend but um
1: yeah I've got uh, I've actually funny you say that I got Robbie coming on Sunday so I'm, I'm with you oh, I'm, cool. I'll be interested to get yeah. that perspective from him um yeah it's gonna be good to you're hear right. he I'm, went to ODU together
0: yeah I literally don't know much about him um from the, the, the brief 10 minutes that I saw he looked okay. Yeah. We, we probably had more in that 10 minutes than we had for the whole of the game. So if Alex Smith can't go, it's looking more likely that he will, but how fit is he? And it's, I think we're caught in a catch two twenty catch two situation. We yeah. want Alex Smith to play, but we need a fully fit Alex Smith. And the only good thing about Alex Smith is he will be very honest. If he can't go, he will say.
1: I think he will. It, it was interesting uh, when Jay Glazer said three to four weeks before the start a kickoff last Sunday, surprised because I, I had not heard that. They kept saying he was ready to – you know, so close and ready to go. And he has said the same, and I'll take him for his word, but three to four a week – I guess this is week three. Uh, yeah. From when he we, got hurt. so Yeah, ideally – Late they, in the day, will help him.
0: Doug, ideally we would have loved to have won last week and rested him and be ready for the plan. I think that was the plan. I think win last weekend – rest Alex and everyone this weekend go into the playoffs unfortunately with hindsight is a beautiful thing Doug it's you know should we have started Dwayne Haskins probably not but who am I to question the great man Ron Rivera he you knows better than me he might admit he made a mistake um, but we just have to the chips have fallen for us this way and we'll have to go with it on Sunday and um, I'm confident that we'll we'll get the job done
1: yeah, they're talking about a no hat game in Philadelphia. I'm surprised you don't usually get coaches uh, throwing up the chalkboard material, but yet here we are. Uh, Andy, I know you've been following this team for a long time. We haven't had a guy like Chase Young, maybe since you started following the team.
0: No, Sean, he gets compared to Sean Taylor quite a lot. Um, the guy is—he, I think he's—he's he's from a different mold, dog. I think i was watching i think i had something on nfl network yesterday and they said every three to four years someone will come out of college that will just blow your mind and i think chase young is gonna he's gonna be that guy don't get me wrong you have good people come out of college but to be the elite level that he is already in season one and a captain of the football team just proves how far this young man is going to go in this game he's already very influential you've only got to look at him on the sidelines um you know, the bits you see off the field at practice he's He's a motivator. He's one of them guys that he's, he's Ron Rivera's mouthpiece, but on the field. You know, he, he, Ron Rivera, he epitomizes running through a brick wall. Chase Young, you do that for Chase Young and you'll go with him and do that.
1: Uh, he's incredible. He's one of the first guys I can remember, uh, particularly on defense that we've had, that can win a game by himself. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did as much as he could and that Carolina game, to win that thing by himself, uh, it was incredible. They were a, a fumble touchdown away from really being in that thing.
0: Yeah, we were. He, he He's one of these guys that will get the team and carry them on his back. You know, and, and he, the fact that he's doing that in season one, year one of in the NFL, the sky's the limit for this young man. And unlike, and I'm not going to harp back to him too much, but unlike Dwayne Haskins, Chase Young wants to be a footballer first and famous second. Dwayne Haskins wanted to be famous first and the footballer second Instagram, Twitter, uh, you know, you don't see Chase Young posting videos with Antonio Brown on social media in June, you know, yeah, you know, it, he,
1: it's he, the he, difference between it and a lot of people, it's, it's hard to know this and it's what scouts get paid a lot of money for. It's hard to be really excellent at something just because you're excellent at it. If you don't love it, really love it. Uh, those guys don't usually pan out. And um, to your point, there's no need in piling on the quarterback. But I do think that that was his problem here, as he's very good at football. Uh, he doesn't love football.
0: No, he he
1: wanted it. He wanted to
0: um, skip forward five or six years and have the fame and fortune, and the uh, no Super Bowl rings and without doing the work. You have to put in the work. Tom Brady didn't become Tom Brady because he was on Instagram and Twitter. Drew Brees didn't become Drew Brees because he was Drew Breeze. They put their head in their playbook. They listen to their to their peers and their, you know, the, the players on the team. You can guarantee you, bet your bottom dollar. Chase Young is listening to Montez Sweat. He's listening to these guys. He's listening to Ron Rivera. He's got he's got a good head on very young shoulders. So um, the boy is going to do very well in this game.
1: Well, last one before we let you go, and I appreciate you getting up early with me. It's late there or later there for you. Um, I saw today no team has gone a full season without scoring on their opening drive. We'll get a chance, one last chance at it. Uh, I think it's going to be one of the keys to winning this game. So tell me if you think we'll finally score on this drive and maybe a couple of keys to getting a W here on Sunday. the opening
0: drive, I think even if we kicked a field goal would be nice, Doug. Just get some points on the board. You don't um, want to be in the
1: record books for that one.
0: Oh, what a record. That would be a quiz. Me and you will be sitting down in 10, 15 years, hopefully. Obviously, we'll still be friends, and there'll be a quiz somewhere where we'll be like, we know the answer to this one, though. Um, I think it will set a benchmark for the game, the tempo to the game. If we start fast, if we score, it will, it will send a message to the Philadelphia Eagles, hey, look, we're not here to mess around. We're here to win a game of football, win a division, and get into the first time into the playoffs in a number of years. I think it's really important. I think that I think tempo is the key to this game. If you're asking me, start fast, mean business. Don't go in at half-time, down by two scores. Don't give yourself a mountain to climb because this really is it. Now we haven't got next weekend. We haven't got you know two, three weeks to sort this out. This is it. This is do or die for this for this football team. And I truly, truly do believe that uh, we will get the job done. Um, start fast. Play hard. Play like our lives depend
1: depend on it. And we will. I think we will get this job done. We're a better football team than the Philadelphia Eagles as well. Yes, right now we are a better football team. There is no doubt about that. Andy, tell the folks what you got coming up uh, on the DC Tweet Team. Uh, we will be dropping
0: a show today, Doug. Um, we're recording today. Sorry, so dropping a show tomorrow. Recording today. Um, uh, Stephanie Ot, sports reporter, uh, coming on with us, and obviously a former teammate. What we done going kind to of, uh, Tyler Heineke, uh, the next week we're going to do like a little review show, I, I'm going to get everyone to record bits, we're going to look back at 2020, uh, we we'll people like yourselves hopefully coming on, recording a little bit for us and highlights of 2020 um, we're just going to keep rolling, my friend being a fan, I love doing that, I love hearing people's stories um, about the good old days, um, you know I haven't, I haven't been fortunate enough to have Super Bowls and you know deep playoff runs and I love listening so yeah, we'll We'll keep putting out shows Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, my friend. And I'm, I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I love doing it. I love doing things like this. I love talking to people like myself. Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll keep going throughout the, uh, throughout the close season.
1: Well, happy New Year's, my friend. And I appreciate you coming on, as always. And um, we'll be looking for the podcast.
0: Yeah, happy Happy New Year to you, my friend. It's been a pleasure to make your acquaintance in uh, 2020. You're killing it over. I love watching what you do. It's absolutely someone to guess who you are. Happy New Year to you, my friend. I wish you all the best. Thanks, Andy. You're welcome, my friend.